صلی اللہ سیدنا محمد وعلا آل سیدنا محمد وبارک وسلم In addition to obviously bringing one's life according to the Sharia, leaving sins through the process and path of Tazkiyah, our Mashaikh have mentioned that there are three things in particular that will help a person become closer to Allah Ta'ala. And if a person brings their life according to Sharia, leaves their sins through Tazkiyah and Taqwa, and they do these three things, then these three things combined can bring them the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the wasl with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, grant them the raza, the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These three things, and we will explain them over the course of few sessions, are ittiba'i sunnat, kasrati zikr, and suhmati shaykh. Ittiba'i sunnah, to follow the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kathrat is zikr, to make a lot of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In suhbat shaykh kunu ma sadiqeen, to be in the company of awliya, mashayikh, siddiqeen, salihin. So for tonight, the first thing is ittiba'i sunnah. Don't underestimate the sunnah. You can never overestimate the sunnah. The more sunnah in your life, the more you will progress on this path. Every aspect of sunnah, every drop of sunnah, every single thing in the sunnah will bring you closer and more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In 1994, May 1994, I gave bear to our Shaykh, Hazrat Shaykh Zulfiqar Ahmad Naqshibandi Majali Dhamad And in August 1994, three months, three months baby, I asked Shaykh, me and a few friends, Together, there were two, three of us. We asked Sheikh, that Sheikh, you tell us what benefited you the most when you began this path. We were new, Murids, and that time in America, everyone was equally new. We say, Nuduham, ek se ek barkar There was no Murid, no Khalifa, nothing. We just had each other <laughs> stumbling and bumbling and fumbling along, hmm? deaf, dumb, and blind, and mute. So we said we better ask Shaykh. <laughs> so we asked Shaykh that what benefited you when you were embarking on this path? So without any hesitation, without any reflection, without any disclaimer that oh there are many things, but okay I'll tell you one. No, no. Clear cut answer Hazaji gave that I had a craze for the Sunnah. I remember this word for word. I had a craze for the Sunnah. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Craze. Hmm? SubhanAllah. And we just enjoyed hearing that word coming out of Shaykh's mouth. Huh? Craze for the Sunnah. SubhanAllah. This is what it takes to succeed in this path. A person must have a craze. Be fanatical. Huh? Fan comes from fanatical. Hmm? In the whole dunya, they are fans of everything else. So we cannot be fanatical about the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. To be deeply attached and attracted to the Sunnah. Man ahabba sunnati fakad ahabbani. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that person who loves my Sunnah, loves it. His hadith deeply desires it. Fakad ahabbani, that person loves me. 
Not just the person who follows Sunnah, the person who loves Sunnah, loves Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي فَكَدْ مَأْيَا فِي الْجَنَّةِ And that person who loves me, they will be with me in Jannah. So what does it mean to love the Sunnah? This is called craze. To love it for yourself. Hmm? Not just to love its poetic expression, not just to love hearing it recited in poetry, to love the sunnah for yourself. And that's true love. Love is possessive. Love means you want it. Hmm? Every lover wants their beloved. Love is all about their beloved. All love is blind to anything else except their beloved. So to love the sunnah of Nabi Kareem wasallam means you want that beloved sunnah and you are blind to any and every other way of life other than the sunnah of Nabi Kareem wasallam. Now the sunnah has an outer aspect and an inner aspect. And our mashayikh, especially mashayikh and akshaband, are very firm on the outer aspect of sunnah. And it was the position of all of the muhaddithin not many, not most, all of Muhaddithin. Now when it came to Fadail, when it came to virtues, extra merit, sawab, ajr, extra reward, they would accept any hadith as long as it was not forged and fabricated. And they would take that hadith, even if it had a chance to be sunnah, even if it had possibility of be sunnah, even if it had probability to sunnah, they wouldn't just wait for certainty. Yes, for sharia, for fatwa, for fiqh, for knowledge, there are many things we will not tell you unless we know with certainty. But when it came to amal, when it came to tazyin, came to beautifying and adorning a person, they would follow anything that had even the probability of being sunnah. This was their level of craze. Why? Because okay, if something has an 80% chance, it's the sunnah way to do something. Or I could come up with my own way of doing it. Right? So why not pick that way of doing it that is 80% chance of being sunnah? In fact, it was narrated by about some people that they had such a craze for sunnah. One of the salihin, they didn't eat watermelon. So somebody asked him, why don't you eat watermelon? He said, because I don't know the sunnah way of eating a watermelon. Allah Akbar, but it left the sunnah. It comes about one sahabi, one sahabi radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that he had so much love for the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Allah ta'ala had blessed Sayyidina Rasulullah with a part in the middle of his scalp. We call it mang in Urdu. A part now he was Habashi. So he was Habashi. He had curly hair. So he couldn't part his hair. Hmm? Couldn't part his hair. So he kept trying and he kept trying and he kept trying and he couldn't do it. So one day he had an idea. He had idea. So he took a wire and he heated it up in the fire. And when it was in the fire, he burnt that section of hair from the middle of his head so he could get the sunnah appearance of the part of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And ajeeb, we see that in this world today. I don't know what they call it, hot iron curls and hot wax and them straightening their hair. Huh? They do the same thing out of love for whatever fashion culture society. And he was doing out of love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu and they prefer to wear white. They always wear imama because it's sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu They like to carry asa, asa staff because it is sunnah of anbiya and sunnah of Musa salam and sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu They would find any aspect of sunnah they would like to follow it. And this was the mizaj of the muhaddisin. You know on this imama when muhaddith has written a whole book in Arabic 
about the length of the imamah and the way of wrapping the imamah. They were desirous. They wanted to know every single last detail about the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was the way of the muhaddisin. Don't underestimate the outer aspect of sunnah. I was teasing some of the South Africans earlier that we have to bring you some gear from Pakistan. Huh? Yeah, Allah Akbar. Hmm? Sheikh Omar, you need to send some sunnah imama, sunnah jubba for these young men. Hmm? Don't underestimate the outer. Now I'll give you an example. So let's you take an Understand this example very well. So we take an ordinary person. I take a 25-year-old man. And I tell him, I'm going to change you. I'm going to change you. This is what Tazkiya is, right? To change you. But what do I do with a 25-year-old man? I want to change the way he thinks about himself. I want to change the way he acts. I want to change his outlook. I want to change his persona. That's how deep I want to change him. So what do I do? I say, okay, as an example... I said, I'm going to make you a police officer. He says, I'm not a police officer. So I'm going to make you a police officer. How? I said, come here. You see this clothing you're wearing? You change it. I'm going to put this uniform on you. I'm going to put this uniform on you. Okay, you put the uniform on him. I said, okay, no, now I want to put this badge on you. I put the badge on him. I said, no, I want to put holster on you. I put holster on him. Now I want to put this in the holster, that in the holster, this handcuff in the holster. So slowly I'm outfitting him. I'm outfitting him. Hmm? Then I say, okay, I want to put this cap on you. I put the police officer cap on him. Hmm? Then I say, use all oh, these shoes. Oh, change these shoes. I'm going to be this official issue police boot shoes on you. I put those boot shoes on him. Then I put him in front of the mirror and he looks at himself and he's wearing this uniform. Believe me, he starts feeling like a police officer. I changed his outward, I did a makeover on him. Hmm? I did a makeover on him, his inner self changed. The creature inside begins to change. Hmm? Then he says, what will I do? I said, you must patrol. He says, okay. No, I said, no, 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 no. Take away this car. Take away this car. Come here, I'll give you another car. Allah Akbar, I put him in another car. Outside I put decals on the car. I put the big word police on that car. Special paint job in that car. I put him inside the car. What am I doing outward? I've done nothing to his inner self. All I'm doing is making over the outward side. I said, okay, I want to put sirens on this car. I said, now you see this car, you're going to sit in this car. Allah Akbar. So he goes and he sits in the car. Then he sits inside the car. He said, no, change all this. I'm changing the dash, I'm changing the inside, I'm going to put CB here, and radio here, and siren button here. Allah Akbar. By the time I'm done making his dress over, his uniform over, I'm done making his car over, I'm making his inside over, he sits down in the car, oh he's ready now. <laughs> Believe me, he's police officer. Done, done. I didn't change anything inside him. Creature inside is the same. I changed everything about his zahir. From head to toe I changed his zahir. From inside out I changed the vehicle of his zahir. Believe me, the person inside begins to change. He starts acting like a police officer. He starts behaving like a police officer. He walks with authority. He walks with command. He seeks to instill justice. Same thing, same thing over here infinitely more over here. The nur and the tasir, the nur and power of the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam can make over a person. Can make over a person. Once there was one person, 
It's the story written in the books, the story of unlawful love. So there was a person, and he was a very handsome man, and he fell in love with the princess, daughter of the king, and daughter of king also fell in love with him. But they didn't know how to meet, because king was very protective of the daughter, and he kept her in palace, and he was an ordinary man. He couldn't come to the palace. So she sent him a message through courier. Hmm? Now, mashallah, it's so easy huh, to send the message. Then you had to find some special courier and bribe them and tell them to keep your secret. Oh, the fitna of cell phone. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? So she sent him a message that what? That I have an idea how we can meet for sin of zina. How we can meet what? That my father, the king, he likes the pious people. He visits the awliyaullah. And around this area, they're waliullah. They're making ibadah to Allah Ta'ala in the remote outskirts of the town. So from some time, my king visits them. Sometimes he takes me to visit them. And he's really impressed with them. Even he can let me visit them alone. So he said, okay. <laughs> so what did he do? He started putting this on. And he put this on. And he took this in his hand. Huh? Creature inside is the same. He put himself on an outward makeover. Then he also went to outskirts of town. He built a small dwelling for himself and he started engaging in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He started engaging in the ibadah of Allah ta'ala. And as time passed, people got to hear about him. Then a word about him spread. Then people started talking that, oh, there's this young man, he's making so much worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sure enough, one day word reached the king. And when the king also came to visit him and to ask him for du'as, and he was so impressed that he was a pious young man. And then he came home and he mentioned this in his royal family. And then the daughter said that, oh, my father, I also wish to go and meet the pious man and get du'as of pious man. And king said, yes, my daughter, you can go. So then the next day the daughter she went in the royal entourage and she went to dwelling and then she went inside. Allahu Akbar. Then she went into dwelling and she went inside and she said, Oh my lover, I'm here. And he said, Who are you? And he said, Oh my lover, I'm here. It is because of me you are looking like this and it was for me you are doing like this. He said, Oh woman, now I've forgotten you. I have tasted the enjoyment and pleasure of this life of zikr and ibadah. Now I have no need for you. Allahu Akbar. What happened? Huh? He changed his outward form, complete makeover. He did a complete makeover. And the outer affected his inner self. Hmm? The outer affected his inner self. So then you tell me, if a person not police uniform, not police car, but sunnah of Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa not due to wrong intention, but to true intention that they're salik tariqa, they're seeker on the path of the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, and they do it in order to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then can you imagine how much effect this sunnah will have on them? Then they will start acting like sunnah. They will start talking like sunnah. They will behave like sunnah. Means they will behave like Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hmm? And Nabi Kareem sallallahu mentioned this in hadith. For example, in one hadith, the Prophet sallallahu said that you should wear imama, wear the turban. It will increase you in hilm. It will increase you in your forbearance, in your ability to accommodate and absorb and tolerate things. It will increase you in your hilm. So what is that? This is zahir. It's just a piece of fabric, a piece of cloth. Hmm? No, Nabi Sallallahu said, it will affect your heart. It will make your heart have more hill, more zarf, more tahammul. Allahu Akbar Kabira. One of our friends in America, when he heard the hadith, he started sleeping with imama. 
at night. 24 hours he wanted to be with Imama. Okay, and he did need a lot of hill. <laughs> he needed it also. And he knew it also. So he knew it also about himself. So he started sleeping with Imama. No, Akbar. Now if somebody does it with that niyyah, you do it with that intention, with that hirs, with that desire, then yes, incredible things will happen. Incredible things will happen. So the Zahir Sunnah, don't underestimate the Zahir Sunnah. And don't listen to the taunts of the people of this world. That, oh, what's happened to you? You become Malvi, you become Sufi, you become extreme. There's no need for these things. Don't listen to those taunts. Don't listen to the rational presentations of people that, oh, it's not Fard. Subhanallah. It's not Fard. This is one of the most dangerous ideologies to hit the Muslim Ummah. That it is not Fard. If you follow this philosophy to its logical conclusion, you will lead a life that's very far from Islam. You will lead a life that's very far from Islam. The only thing that will be left about you is that you pray five times a day and that also only the Fard. That you will pray two rakats of Fajr and four rakats of Dhuhr and four rakats of Asr and three rakats of Maghrib and four rakats of Isha and you will find many Madaib who say Witr is not Fard so you won't even pray Witr. That's it and this is all that you will do in your life. There will be nothing else in your normal life that you do. Nothing. Because you will say it's not Fard. Subhanallah. What a crazy philosophy. What a crazy way of talking to people. Hmm? So strange. Hmm? Many times we explain to people like this, if you say that it's no, it's the sunnah, I won't do the sunnah because it's not fard. Okay, I tell you, I'm mufti. The sunnah is not fard. But the sunnah, it's your nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's your nabi. Or is he not? Hmm? You want to say that also is not fard? This is the end. How far will you go? Will you say it's fard only to believe in Allah? Are you going to talk like that next? Hmm? He's your Nabi, Nabi Akreem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's his sunnah. It's his sunnah. You say it's not fard, I say it's his sunnah. You say it's not fard, I say it's his sunnah. You want to be his? Hmm? Are you his ummati? Or are you not his ummati? How can you be his ummati and not follow his sunnah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So never think about this. Crazy way of thinking. This is not Farad, that is not Farad, this is not Farad, that is not Farad. You want to be, you became big mufti. All of a sudden you want to be mufti of the Faraz. Huh? That you know exactly what is Farad and what is not Farad. Hmm? It's not the way to act in deen. This is not love. What are you going to do about this then? Man ahabba sunnati fakad ahabbani. That's also not Farad. Hmm? And you being with the Prophet together in Jannah, that's also not Farad. Yes, that can be a response to you. You want genital fardos, it's not fard for you. No. Allah Akbar. Then? Huh? Hmm? So don't be deluded, don't be distracted by these philosophies. We have Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that removed the need for every philosophy, ideology, that removed even every chance that removed any chance for any and every philosophy or ideology to ever tempt our heart because we are from the Ummah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's finished now. We've pledged our hearts to the sunnah. We've pledged our lives to the sunnah. We've pledged our beings to the sunnah. What there's nothing left in this world for us other than sunnah. 
any way of doing something, the sunnah way is the beautiful way of doing it. Mishayik used to say that the sunnah is like a sky. Like the sky, what does it mean? Whenever you walk this earth, you can always look up and see the sky. The sky is always there. Its canopy is always there above you. Just like that, they say the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam is always there. There is no greater mizaj than the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. There is no temperament, no outlook, no personality, no style greater than the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. So strictly speaking, yes, when you go deeper into the sunnah, when you hit the level of craze, then you will do things that are what we call sunnah ghair mu'akkada. Like the imama is ghair mu'akkada. What does ghair mu'akkada mean? So in Hanafi fiqh it means that sunnah that is mu'akkada, if you leave it without any reason whatsoever, and especially if you leave it because you take the sunnah lightly, this is called istighfaf, that you take the sunnah lightly, then that will be a sin. But sunnah ghair mu'akkada is that which you can leave for no reason whatsoever. That's technical. That's a technicality. That you can leave it for no reason whatsoever. But your heart should say what? Your heart should say anything and everything that is the sunnah of my Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I don't need any reason to follow it other than this, that he is my Nabi and I am his ummati. He is my Nabi. I am his ummati. He is my Nabi. He is my prophet, my leader. I am his ummati. I am his follower. What does it mean to take a leader and be their follower? What does it mean to take someone as your Nabi وسلم, and to make yourself into his ummati? Hmm? It means all these distinctions, they're blurred, they're finished. <laughs> so ittibai sunnah is part of your tasawwuf, your saluk, you're getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more sunnah you follow, the more you will progress on this path. Sometimes people... They don't understand. They wonder. I'll show you rubbed between zikr and sunnah. What does Allah Ta'ala say in Quran? لَكَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَا That indeed you have for your benefit. لَكُمْ You have for your benefit. What? Sayyidina Rasulullahi sallallahu His uswa, His noble, beautiful persona, example, model. But who... Who will find this sunnah beautiful? Who is the strong? I need some strong hafiz to sit next to me. Leman kana yarju laka Allahi. Leman kana yarju Allaha wal yawm al-akhara wa dhakar Allaha kathira. Who will find it beautiful? That person who yearns for Allah, who has longing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yawm al-akhir means the last day. This is like we had bayan after Isha. This is another feeling. They're actually yearning for the last day. They want the last day to come. Can you imagine a person like that? That they have longing for Allah Ta'ala and they're longing for Qiyamah. Because for them that day is yawm al It's the day they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يَوْمَ يَلْقَوْنَهُ سَلَامٌ تَهِيَّتُهُمْ يَوْمَ يَلْقَوْنَهُ سَلَامٌ They know that the greeting they will get on that day when they meet their Rabb is salam. So they're waiting for that. And what else do they need? So they must have longing for Allah Ta'ala and they must have longing for يَوْمَ Akhir. And then, ذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا They must make a lot of zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala.
But that's coming later. But this kasrat zikr is related to ittiba'i sunnah. The more zikr you make, the more you will love the sunnah. The more zikr you make, the more you will perceive the husn, the beauty of the sunnah. And if you don't make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, then you won't have longing for Allah Ta'ala. You don't make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, you won't have longing for the last day. And then you won't find the sunnah so attractive. You won't have that level of craze. Then you will look, okay, which sunnah must I do so I don't get sin? And which sunnah may I leave without incurring sin? Then that will be your attitude towards sunnah. Allahu Akbar. So ittima'i sunnah, you must follow the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You should try every year in Ramadan to increase your sunnah, your outer sunnah, your inner sunnah. You should try to increase your sunnah feelings. Now that's the batani sunnah, the, the inner sunnah, the sunnah feelings of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To feel in your heart the way he felt. To get that sunnah sabr, the sunnah shukr, the sunnah tawakkul, the sunnah love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sunnah character, the sunnah adab, the sunnah akhlaq. Even Bahadisin they preserved. How did Nabi Kareem sallallahu walk? How did Sayyidina Rasulullah smile? How did Sayyidina Rasulullah deal with those who were under him? His khuddam, Sayyidina Anas radiallahu How everything that he did that's missing in our life. Many, many things from his sunnah are missing in our life. Many things in his sunnah are missing in our heart. The fastest way you can progress on this path is to follow the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Even let's take, if any of you are even familiar with the hadith on miswak, you'd be amazed that miswak is just a small little thing. It's a little wood stick, little small branch, act of just cleansing the teeth. Hmm? You'd be amazed the type of hadith that come about miswak. The fazail of miswak, the virtues of miswak, the barakat of miswak, the benefits of miswak. Hmm? So then imagine, if there's so much benefit just from using the one tooth stick, then imagine what would happen to that person who from head to toe tries to make themselves according to sunnah. Hmm? What type of benefit would come? How much would Allah Ta'ala love that person? Even sometimes our mashayik may explain it like this. This is called mushabiyah. That you try to outwardly resemble the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Once our shaykh explained it in a beautiful way that there was once a young boy and he used to walk towards school and on his way to school there would always be a lady, an older lady who would always come out and sometimes she would give him some candy, sometimes she would give him some pocket money, sometimes she would kiss him on the cheek. Older lady, young boy. So one day the young boy asked, Oh auntie, oh auntie, why is it that you show me so much love? So she said that, Oh young boy, I had a son and he looked just like you. I had a son and he looked just like you. But he passed away in accident and now every time I see you because you look just like him, you bring out all those same loving feelings in my heart. So they said that what if on the Day of Judgment same thing happens? 
that a person shows up, maybe they still had some sin in their heart, maybe they still had some sin in their deeds, but they tried their best to look like the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They tried to look like the beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah ta'ala will take a look at them and just like that mother, when she looked at that young schoolboy and the schoolboy looked like her beloved son, so Allah ta'ala is more merciful than every mother. Allah ta'ala is more loving than every mother. And Allah ta'ala loves Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than all the mothers love all the children combined more Allah Ta'ala loves Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so then we have hope that maybe it will happen like that on the day of judgment that if we show up looking like the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam resembling Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then Allah Ta'ala's mercy will be invoked and Allah Ta'ala say oh you look like him okay I love you also Allah Akbar Kabira and yes it very much will be like that very much will be like that. But you must follow the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You must view it as a must for yourself. There is no deep progress on this path without this deep sunnah. It's not possible. There is nothing else you can do. There is no amount of zikr that you can do. There is no amount of time you can spend with shaykh that can somehow make up for some deficiency in sunnah. No, not possible. Not possible. That's why always explain Ittiba'i sunnat, kasrat zikr sohbat shaykh They always say it in that order. First, first and foremost is Ittiba'i sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa You should be searching for the sunnah. You should be learning about the sunnah. You should learn about the seerah. You should learn the shama'il. Shama'il is a special term Wahadisin use to describe every manner of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa his manner of dress, his manner of eating, his manner of talking, his manner of laughing, his manner of smiling, everything. Allah Akbar, Sira, Shamail, Sunnah, three types of literature. Hmm? You should learn it, you should listen to it. Then the akhlaq and adab of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You should have a craze for it. Now how can you express that craze? One way is to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to keep making this dua over and over again in every suhoor, in every iftar, in every night, all the time in Ramadan, that Ya Rabbi Kareem, make me like my beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu Make me the true ummati of that truest Nabi. Make me as good a ummati to him as good a Nabi he was to me. Hmm? That's called parity. That's called justice. Hmm? That's called balance. Be as good a follower to him as good a prophet he was to you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And you know how good a prophet he was? Allahu Akbar. Hmm? He was the best of prophets, the greatest of prophets, the most loyal of prophets, the most loving of prophets. Oh, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran when describing Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, harisun, harisun alaykum. He is deeply thirsty and desirous of you. So can we not be haris of that sunnah? Can we not be haris of the sunnah of that Nabi who is haris of us? Can we not be deeply desirous and have a craze for that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sunnah when that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was haris, was deeply desirous for us? Hmm? This is called love. Al-muhibbu liman ahabba muti'un The Arabs say that the lover is obedient and follows he whom he loves. Hmm? He whom he loves. 
and you will find this barakah of sunnah and you will find the barakah of the sunnah traveled all over the world same sunnah you can find it in Indonesian Malaysians same sunnah you will find it in Nigerians and Africans same sunnah reached the Ahli Hind the Indian subcontinent same sunnah entered the Central Asian Turkic peoples same sunnah you will find people following that same sunnah all over the ummah all over the ummah Ittibai sunnah, ittibai sunnah. To follow the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa You remember last year after Asr we also explained this point to you. The way our Mashaikh, our Shaykh explained it. That Nabi Kareem sallallahu is the imam of your life. He's the imam of your life. Like you have the imam of your salah. So what does that mean? If you're praying salah, you're muqtadi, he's imam. He's imam of your salah means whatever he does you have to do it. You're reciting, you haven't finished reciting yet. You haven't finished reciting yet. You made du'a kunut, you didn't finish yet. He goes into ruku, you go into ruku. You're in ruku, you're reciting your tasbih, you didn't finish yet. He stands up, he says, Samayya you stand up. Whatever he does, you do it. He made a mistake in his salah. He says salam and makes two extra sajda. You didn't make a mistake in your salah. He makes extra sajda, you will make extra sajda. He didn't make a mistake in his salah. You did make a mistake in salah. He can say salam without the extra sajdas. You will also say salam without the extra sajdas. Because he's the imam of your salah. He's the imam of your salah. Whatever he does, you will follow. Allah Akbar. Whatever he does, you will follow. But then, Sayyidina Rasulullah is the imam of our life. He's the imam of our life. Whatever he does, we follow. Whatever he does, we follow. He did something this way, we do it that way. He wore something that way, we we wear it that way. He acted this way in this situation, we try to act the same way in the same situation. He's the imam of our life. And that's hidayah. This is the greatest form of hidayah from Allah SWT. Allah Ta'ala sent two things as hidayah. First, Allah Ta'ala sent a golden book called Qur'an al-Kareem. And Allah Ta'ala sent a golden heart called Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Ta'ala sent a golden teachings called Qur'an al-Kareem. And Allah Ta'ala sent a golden lived life on those teachings called the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's what Umm Mu'mineen said. She said this about the Prophet Him, him, in the who? Khulukul Qur'an. That his character, his being is Qur'an. He equals Qur'an. His heart is Qur'an. His character is Qur'an. His being is Qur'an. So Nabi Yaqarism showed us practically, demonstratively, how to live and how to be. You have to be more thirsty for sunnah. You must be always increasing in your sunnah. You should learn, make use of the masnoon du'as. It's part of the zikr. Part of the zikr of every silsila, part of the zikr of every person in the ummah is to make masnoon du'as. The sunnah du'as, you will find small booklets. They're small booklets. Mashallah, many of your people who read entire textbooks in your life. Yes, you have learned and mastered entire textbooks. Maybe in ulum al-deen, maybe in science, maybe in accounting, maybe in history. Textbooks. And you see most of the collections of masnoon du'as are small booklets. And you still don't know those du'as. It's amazing. You still don't know I could take any one of those booklets and most of you would not know most of the du'as in it. What is this? Is this called craze for sunnah? 
that we've mastered the textbooks and we don't know the booklets. We have mastered the textbooks of dunya and we don't even have booklet knowledge of our deen. Hmm? So many of us don't know about the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ. You can even get small, certainly there are very large works on that, but you can even get small books on his seerah. We don't even know what's in those small books. Hmm? We forget, we know a few things. Hmm? Can you imagine how, that shows we're uninterested. Uninterested. Which jung, which battle took place first, which took last, we don't know. What happened in Makkah Makkah, what happened in Medina Makkah, we don't know. And then if you join the two, Quran and Sunnah, so they're even more ignorant. Which surah was recited where? We don't know it. We know how to look at it. We have reference works. We can look it up and tell you. But otherwise we don't know it. We're reciting Quran and listening to Quran being recited. We have no idea. No idea. These verses were Makkah Makarama, Medina Manorah, where it was, when it was, before Hijra, after Hijra. Uninterested. Uninterested. Hmm? When it comes to dunya, we know everything. Huh? You know the records of your sports teams. You know the batting average of your athlete. You know the makes and models and trims of your cars. You know about different brands of watches. Hmm? I covered all, pretty much all of you now on that. Hmm? Yeah, some are the watch ones and some are the car ones and some are the sports ones. Hmm? You know so many things. So many things. And you know them in such great detail. Hmm? You go in the fine print of everything. And you haven't gone in the fine print of Sunnah. This is the way of Mashaikh and Nakshaband. They go deep in the fine print of the Sunnah. They go deep into it. Craze for Sunnah. Hmm? So you must adopt the same path. You must have that same craze for the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imam Rabbani, Mujaddad Al-Fasani, Shaykh Amr Hindi Ramtalai was a great lover of the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we have Shaykh in our Sisla. His name was Hazrat Khwaja Fazl Ali Qureshi Ram Ta'ala. Hazrat Khwaja Fazl Ali Qureshi Ram Ta'ala. I'll give you an example, a story of his life to show you how much a craze he had for Sunnah. Some of you, maybe I told you this story last year. So he has Khanka, Zawiyah, spiritual sanctuary, place of masjid dedicated to the zikr of Allah Ta'ala and his ibadah and spreading the teachings of love for Allah Ta'ala in Miskinpur, a place called Miskinpur in Pakistan. So when he was sitting once in his khanka and he came out for majlis, he came out for majlis and he sat and he used to call his murids faqir. Oh faqir. He used to call them faqir. Why? Because ya yuhannas antumul fuqarao illallah that oh people, each and every one of you is faqir. Each and every one of you is needy and dependent on Allah Ta'ala. So he addressed them and said, Oh my faqirs, that last night I had severe gas in my stomach and I was tossing and turning and it was so painful for me that I started rolling and rolling, rolling and rolling and this went on for some time until finally Allah Ta'ala blessed me with ease and let the gas exit my body. Now forget they were stunned, rays were stunned. The Sheikh talk what Sheikh talking about? Huh? Huh? Where are those pearls of wisdom? Where are those, no, those comments of tafsir? Where are those an, uh, heart-inspiring anecdotes? But they were stunned. <laughs> what is Sheikh talking about? Hmm? Allah Akbar. And they said, Oh, fakirs, last night I was blessed to have ziyadah of Sayyidina Rasulullah in dream. And he said to me, Oh, Fazl Ali, 
O Fazl Ali, the kind of jamaat, muttabai sunnah jamaat, the kind of students that you have produced are following the sunnah, at this time on earth there is no group who follows the sunnah like yours. Why did he tell the first thing first? To lower himself, to show his humility, to show this is nothing in me. I'm an ordinary mortal, I'm a creature, I have gas, I have indigestion. This is the karam and fazl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the craze of the ittibai sunnah of our Messiah. Imagine how much sunnah these people must have followed. Hmm? They have a craze for the sunnah. They wanted to know, is this sunnah? Is that sunnah? Can I find out about sunnah? Like I told you, those Bajasinas, did you even read that book? Did long discussion about the length of the imama. Was it three and a half zira'ah? Was it seven zira'ah? Was it twelve zira'ah? Then long discussion about zira'ah. Ultimately they said that zira'ah, handspan, means from your own. So it's relative to everybody. From your own fingertip to the tip of your own elbow. Hmm? Akbar. Craze, craze for the sunnah. Long discussion says, white imama better? Is black imama better? Is other color acceptable? Craze for the sunnah. My own dada stars, Mufti Rashid Ahmed Ludhiyan bin Amtane. Those of you ulama, you know Mufti Rashid Ahmed Ludhiyan, Sahib Asan al-Fatawa. He wrote a whole treatise to establish the superiority of wearing white color imama. Allah Akbar. It was their love. They wanted to discover. They were searching and they wanted to discover more about the Sunnah of Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Craze, craze. Hmm? You have to reach that level of craze if you want to fully succeed on this path. There is no tasawwuf without the Sunnah of Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It can't happen. It doesn't exist. It is non-existence. Yes, there's fake, fraud, goofy, Sufi type of Sufism out there. That has nothing to do with the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That has to do with other things. <laughs> other things. Concerts and dance and singing and green scarves and embroidery and all types of other embellishments and things. Hmm? But even that, it can't stay with them. You see, it doesn't stay with them. They put it on, they take it off. They put it on, they take it off. Strange life. Strange way of life to have. You want to go for the pure sunnah. You want to go for the gold. Hmm? This is a very important aspect of our silsila or tariqat. This is a very important aspect of deen. We make dua that Allah Ta'ala guide each and every one of us to the complete sunnah, the full sunnah, the deep sunnah. That Allah Ta'ala give us a craze for the sunnah. And we can make dualta invoking this amal of sunnah itikaf. That Ya Rabbi Kareem, you put this in my heart. The desire to sit in itikaf. It was not fard. Huh? Yes, you know that? If you take that only fard attitude, no itikaf anywhere in the world will take place. You don't know how devastating this concept is. That only what is fard. Hmm? No tawaf will ever take place other than that of Umrah and Hajj. No tawaf at all around Kaaba. If you take this concept, I will only do what is fard. Only you will do tawaf when you're in ihram. Other than in a state of ihram, no tawaf for you. No looking at Kaaba for you, it's not fard. No going to Medina Manawra. You will never go to Medina Manawra in your life once. 
You will never be able to say salam once. You will never present yourself at Rodha once. If you take this concept, I will only do what is fard. Because technically that's not fard for you. You must explain, especially our ulama friends, never you can allow this sentence to come in the discussion of deen, especially Islam of deen, especially teaching students of deen, teaching students of Quran. How can you say this sentence in front of them? It is not fard. What would that world be like? You tell me. But you call that Islam? That there's no tawaf around Kaaba, no one ever goes to Medina Munawra, no itikaf anywhere in the world. People just pray. And if those who, and most people will tell you, it's not further praying Jama'ah, everybody's praying in their home individually. Is the prayer valid adhan? Yes. Yes, if you pray, let's say nobody calls adhan, you pray asr. Prayer is valid, means adhan is not fard. No adhan in the world. You, if I go on and I paint this world for you, what is left of the deen, if you take this concept, I will only do what is fard, you will be in horror. <laughs> you will feel horror at what type of deen I will present to you. Hmm? Oh, hmm. I gave you a taste of it. Huh? No adhan, no itikaf, no tawaf, no ziyara, no roza. What type of deen is that? <laughs> it's not the deen that we know. It's not deen of sahabi kram radiallahu ta'ala anjmain. Hmm? You want deen of sahaba? Or you want deen of some falsifah? Some idea? Hmm? The deen of sahaba is pure sunnah. Deen of sahaba is 100% sunnah. Deen of sahaba is absolute sunnah. And Allah Ta'ala mentioned this in Quran. That you must take iman... In the missile of the iman of the sahaba. Hmm? You must take iman like their iman. Allah Ta'ala gave them the standard. They are the benchmark. You know? Like they make standards of measurement in this world. The standard of iman is the iman of sahaba. Allah Ta'ala says if you bring iman like theirs. Oh, one, one, one at a time. I'm not leading Tarawi here. I'm giving them. Huh? Allah Akbar. Huh? Huh? Uh, but anas there's muradi mana it means by anas means sahaba that if you take iman the way they had iman Allahu Akbar Kabira is correct hmm. so what is what is it what's the distinguishing feature of their iman their kamal ittibab the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is Quran Azimushan, this is Allah Ta'ala guiding us. But who do we follow? Sahaba Ikram. We make dua, Allah Ta'ala accept us for this. Allah Ta'ala grant us sunnah. So I was, yes, I was telling you last thing that we can make dua to Allah Ta'ala like this. That, Ya Allah, you put in our heart to come for the sunnah itikaf. Ya Allah, just like you put it in our heart and inshallah you kept us here and inshallah may Allah Ta'ala complete it for all of us. So Ya Allah put in our heart the love for every sunnah. Put such a craze for every sunnah in our heart that we can leave our home for it. We can leave our family for it. We can take our time for it. We can live without salary for it. Put in our heart a craze for every sunnah like that that you put in our heart this desire for the sunnah itikaf of Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inshallah ta'ala when you follow the sunnah then a lot of things will become okay. You say I have a problem with lust. I have a problem with anger. 
problem with greed increase your sunnah increase your sunnah increase your sunnah this is the best way to do tazkiyah or you increase your sunnah Allah will increase your taqwa you increase your sunnah Allah will increase your haya you increase your sunnah Allah will increase your sabr but you just keep on increasing your sunnah Make Maraqabah, close your eyes, bow your head, disconnect yourself from everything in the world. Make niyat that your heart is making zikr of Allah's name, that your qalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah.
Allah <laughs> <laughs> 